Oh hell yeah, partner! The new theme song for Brose. I'm not gonna put that at the beginning again, except yeah. for a second time. Wait, what? We had we had Roland as as our oh, intro did? one other time. Yeah, yeah. We can have. you put us talking about Roland as the intro instead? I can. All right. Welcome to Brose, the smartest way to hire. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in Rose. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Indeed. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hello. And across from us, reporting live from hmm, uh, Landover, Michigan, Tim Hansen. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. What's up, everybody? Hey guys, how are we all doing? Oh, I'm 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 pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's a good time. We're doing it. We're we're doing this again, dude. We yes. we we freaking are logging a twenty third round of questions into the the internet airwaves. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. You guys pumped? Yeah, dope. Yeah, pretty pretty Fucking pretty. Stoked. We're at like a four right now, and that's partially my fault because I'm like I'm I'm, I'm very tired. Um, Me too. So candidly. Uh, Tim's probably tired for a much uh, more responsible reason than I am. Uh, nope. Tim Tim uh, started his new job today, which is sort of like his old job, but it's his old place um, because Tim <laughs> Tim just gets passed around to all these companies in Westchester. You make me sound like a whore. Well, I mean, for... Well, um, I mean, listen, I don't want to tell everybody what you did, but if you just want to go ahead and tell them your role, then yeah. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my wife and I... Uh, Lucked into my not lucked into my my father in law surprised my wife and I with tickets to the Eagles game yesterday, Ooh. which if you've listened to the show it's probably come up at least once. My father in law is actually a Cowboys fan, so we thought it was a trap, <laughs> and it was <laughs> because it was cold and Carson Wentz got hurt in the first five seconds, and we lost. But uh, it was a, a wonderful time, uh, and that was I'm a great time. It, it was exciting. It was, they they gave a valiant effort. Listen, Josh McCowan, fucking forty year old guy, played his heart out. Well, that's the problem. The problem with that game was that Josh, um, Josh McCown did fine. He's a forty year old backup quarterback. The problem is they ran one play where they had McCown like bootleg around for twelve yards, and so McCown was like. All right, I can do this. And so then he got sacked six times because he thought he was faster than he was. It's like, nah, man, you're you're 40 years old. It doesn't well, work like that anymore. After those 12 yards, he was wheezing and needed a respirator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smelling salt so he could revive himself after the drive. So an unfortunate end to a what was frankly a snake bitten eagle season. But uh, but so anyway, I'm 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 beat as a result of that. But uh, but I'm here with my bros, and that's all I need. Yes. In these times, in these in these trying times you know what it's not really that trying because the patriots are also out of the playoffs oh man yeah. in, that in feels these good. trying times we, we, can we, look, we can look for that bit of light we can take solace in the fact that uh touchdown tom could be counted out that's the thing you hear before every game is like you never count out touchdown tom and then touchdown tom threw a pick six to end that game for perhaps his last pass as a patriot yeah for absolutely absolutely oh my god i hope yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, the thing is with any sporting, like, whenever you have, like, a dynasty like this, like, with the Patriots or any sort of sporting event, you get the people afterwards that go, like, everybody's so happy that they're losing, but you're going to miss them when they're gone. It's like, ah, man, they won, like, for 15, 20 years. They're good. Like, yeah, we're, yeah. I'm ready to watch uh, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson or uh, Jimmy Garoppolo win a title. How about yeah. that? 
But anyway, uh, call us. Uh, lines are open six two nine ninety four ninety four. If you're uh, <laughs> if you have some thoughts, uh, welcome to the Brose Podcast. Available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. Uh, this is the first glass of rosé we're drinking, uh, and the reason we're doing that is because it's the whole premise of the show. It's for us to drink rosé and answer questions from you, the audience, about life, universe, and everything. Uh, so if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, you can email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com, uh, and we'll answer them right here on the air, live, when we're doing it, but not when you hear it, because it's usually like three weeks afterwards. <laughs> Uh, so we got some wines in front of us. Uh, Tim Hansen, what are you drinking today? So I am drinking the Pinot Project mm. because we keep leaning towards uh, Pinot Noirs. Yep. And then I looked at it. I was like, this is a very light wine. I don't understand why it's called the Pinot Project. Huh. And then I read the back of it and it says something about Pinot Grigio. I'm like, that makes much more sense. Aha. So, <laughs> so it's not, a, it doesn't sound like it's a rosé then. I mean, it is a rosé. It's the Pinot Project Rosé 2017. So it's, is it, is it, it got any pink to it or is it just like a, it looks like a white wine? It, it's, it's super light. Okay. There might be a tinge of pink to it. Okay. Uh, but like all over the back, it says it's a rosé made with pink fruit qualities hmm. blah 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 this label will self-destruct in five seconds <laughs> i did not make that up it is on the bottle and i still don't get why it's the pinot project it's secret yeah, but it's like it's like uh, inspector gadget it's like don't worry chief i'm always on duty and then you put the thing in the recycling bin and it blows up whoopsie whoopsie uh rich what are you it's drinking light flavor. It's okay good. light flavor it's good excellent i'm <laughs> you're drinking are you drinking it out of a mug I am. It's a uh, Knob Creek mug. Attaboy. And on the other side, it says, work hard, drink whiskey. <laughs> Just still allowing that to creep in. You're still not fully committed to the bre- the rosé bit of this show. A year in. <laughs> You're still finding ways to circumvent this uh, the, the spirit of the show. He's actually <laughs> just drinking whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rich, what are you drinking today? Uh, the... Hold on. Gotta get the voice. <laughs> I swear to God, if you got huevos. No. In a world. Elmo says, the number or the letter for today is A for alcoholic. I am drinking Elmo Pio Sweet Rosé. It was in the... I don't approve of this in any way. (laughs) Full disclosure, Richie told me he was going to do that, and I I registered it, but I was like, I didn't realize how much I was going to hate it. (laughs) I I actually never got to finish telling you because you forgot the coffee. I had to walk back to my car. Because your your Mickey impression and your Elmo impression park like right next to each other. <laughs> well, he's the Mickey. Well, yeah. I mean, look. You, your guys is. Yeah, yeah. I can't do high-pitched impressions. Elmo says. There you go. That's better. Elmo says, don't fucking do that again. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Look, as we were walking in, I said, uh, is St. Elmo's Fire a good reference to make? <laughs> <laughs> this wine. Uh, uh, I guess it could be worse. Uh, how's, how was it? it? It's actually not bad for a three ninety nine bottle of wine. <laughs> it, it tastes a little carbonated, but uh, it's nice and sweet. Okay. Exactly where my palate is, especially with this uh, nice iced latte that I've got <laughs> next to it. <laughs> Sean, you also have coffee to go with your wine. I do. What are you drinking? I'm drinking Chateau de Lomirad. Lomirad. He, he meant the coffee. Lomirad. Yes, yeah. that's the coffee. Keep it roast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it is, uh, it was 
also it was 4.99 i think <laughs> it was literally the first thing on my left when i got into the uh so if I remember correctly, Huevos food. was like three dollars. So, Huevos. So this is a four dollar. This is a five dollar bottle of wine for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not as bad as Huevos. Like it doesn't make me physically nauseous. Sure. Uh, but it's not good. Um, nah. But I mean, it. I honestly, it might take a turn in the second. You never know. By the second glass, it might take that turn and be like, you know, it's actually not so bad. The bottle looks like a lava lamp. It does, and that's kind of why I picked it. I was going to pick a nicer one, mm-hmm. but I was like, nah, the bottle looks cool. Mm-hmm. Why would I give that up? So yeah. bef- before Christmas, when we were planning our, our uh, Brola Day special, and before we uh, had re- received our, our wonderful uh, Prancer and Vixen wine from from friend of the show slash significant other of the show, Martha Dietz, uh, I had picked out this wine specifically for the holiday special, and it's Prophecy. <laughs> Because it's, come on, it's Christmas. It, it follows the prophecy, of course. You're, you're a little late on the prophecy, though. No, no, the prophecy, listen, the prophecy comes about, the con- comes about when you least expect it. That's like, you know, like Armageddon. You know, it's like as soon as we, we turn our, our, our eyes away from God, that's when it comes. That's how it goes. So prophecy is me getting ahead of the game. Uh, it's, uh, at Prophecy, at, oh my God, I'm popping a lot. At Prophecy Wines, our inspiration comes from the beauty of the harvest and the possibility of greatness in a glass. Wines are drawn from our premier global vineyard sites, <clears throat> individually selected to bear each of the ver- the Veritelles defining characteristics. Wow. Uh, Prophecy Rosé showcases the best of South France. Oh, varietals. Varietals? Okay. Wow. That's, sure, that's a friggin', friggin GRE word here. Uh, the, the wine is delicate and bright with layered f- flavors of fresh red fruit, melon, and citrus, leading to a crisp and refreshing finish. Um, it's definitely crisp and refreshing. Uh, I don't know if it really tastes good, um, but it's it's very uh it, it's it's crisp. So it's 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 all right so far. Varietals was one of those words that came up a ton in that rose book I read. Mm. And I think What does it mean? I think and I'm probably wrong cuz I read that like a year ago. But I think a varietal is like a single type of grape. So like a varietal wine is one that's made with only like pinot noir grapes specifically i also think it might be like specifically from a certain place interesting okay okay maybe uh the the, so the exclusivity a, blend right 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 it's not just a bunch of grapes mashed together okay yep you, you are absolutely right according to google varietal ding, wine ding, or grape ding. made from belonging made from or belonging to single specified variety of grape keep pounding and uh to be uh full disclosure i'm sending the picture of the uh the cursive on my um bottle I thought it said Elmo Piss when I first read it, <laughs> um, so I sent it to you guys. I'll post it when when the show goes. Just up. To make sure that we all also see Elmo it, Piss. It, I swear to God, it said Elmo Piss when, right. when I first saw it. I'm I'm taking questions from the first envelope now, um, and it's got uh, one of those little uh, S designs that you all drew in uh, on your trapper keepers in middle school. You drew it too. Uh, cool. Totally, all of you, everyone <laughs> drew it. Uh, so the first question was submitted by listener Charlie Brem. Oh, Charlie. Uh, if one day you turned out the lights and found that you glowed in the dark, what color do you hope you would glow? What question? Uh, so the question being, what color? If you had to glow in the dark, what color would it be? You know, I'm I'm, I'm probably going to be stealing part of Sean's answer right here. I'd want to be like some sort of deep purple. I know what color. <laughs> <laughs> Sean got so excited. Why would why would you be deep purple, Rich? It would be the least frustrating color to have to deal with that's not black. 
How and it's mean? like it wouldn't be bright and in your face. So if you're trying to go to sleep at mm-hmm. night, okay, okay, uh, you or your partner wouldn't be blinded by the light you're glowing. So like a nice deep purple. Okay, okay, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Uh, Tim, what color would you glow? Uh, I'm gonna go with blue because it's my default answer for pretty much any question <laughs> that involves colors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, so I could pretend I have a lightsaber. That yeah, that you have a lightsaber. Or that you are a lightsaber. Yes. <laughs> Tim just walking around like wow, wow, wow. You know what? I, I'm not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Every time he wakes up, <laughs> I am not gonna take it there. Good session one. Me. No, 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 no. I am not gonna. I, it's in the head. I know. I'm not taking it. I know there. you're thinking about it, and I approve. I appreciate you not taking it in that direction. As we all mature in this, our second year of rosé, rosé. Uh, Sean, what color would you glow? I would glow specifically the color of the open button light on the PS2. It was like a blue, but it was such a specific, like yeah. purpley blue. Be very futuristic. I loved it as my favorite. Okay, so yeah. that's the color for just because I think that's such a dope color, and I yeah. just thought of it just now. It is a dope color. All right, all right, I give it. And, and I feel like PlayStation has sort of carried that color along to like other play or Sony has carried along to other PlayStation state systems. So it's like I think there's like a slight glow for other ones, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's a good. It's not pick. quite the same color. No, 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 no. no. It's, it's almost there, but it's just. Yeah, yeah, it's a like, slight like future. Yeah. Um, I, I'd be yellow, so everybody would be terrified that I'd be radioactive uh, or green. Like the, <laughs> it, it would be like there. a lime greenish yellow. Yeah, yellow. yeah, yeah. Like like a mellow, like if mellow yellow was a person, <laughs> like uh, I, I would, I, I I would be walking around like that and just be like, don't touch me, don't touch me, nobody come near me because I eh, you're gonna melt, your skin's gonna fall off. Uh, so, so like bright green and slightly bland. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So Mountain Dew. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, well, yeah. I said bland. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I don't do the do like that. Uh, what color would you all glow? Uh, Brose underscore podcast on Twitter. Uh, hit us up. Uh, respond to the show. Uh, I'd like to. Yeah. Wait, is this? But is this glow in the dark? Like with real glow in the dark rules? Like you have to be in the sun and then you glow in the dark. <laughs> you have to go mm. and and tan then, for a little bit. Well, yeah, absorb all then, the light. Then you, it wouldn't really matter for you because it would go away. Yeah. Like but it could I be mean, any color. No, I feel like it's like kind of like a, uh, like just oh, you like turn as off soon the as the lights off, you like you're always glowing, you're but it's only okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say you had to charge up. Although I do like the uh, the idea of having to work that in because like <laughs> you have to think about it because it's like if you do like if you spend a day on the beach and then you go right inside, like, you can't go to a nightclub like that. Like, you get kicked out. <laughs> no, I think you would be the most popular person at that nightclub. Yeah, but, but yeah, but with the, you're what, just with, like waving your hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, the most popular be, person, but with what kind of audience? You'd have to be the neon green, like yeah. God damn it. Um, oh, man. Uh, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Roadshow time. Woo! So somebody's got addendum one. Does somebody have addendum one in this room? Um, where are the envelopes, Sean? I got it. Whoa, <laughs> shit. Do we have an addendum one? So it's for those of you who don't remember the rules of the Roadshow guessing game. Uh, we'll let you know about them right now. They're usually in the envelope, but basically we we look at an object uh, from the Antiques Roadshow, uh, the popular PBS broadcasting uh, program, and uh, and we try to discern what it is and how much that item is worth. So let's take a look at what we got here. On this, we have a set of heads. Oh. Just a bunch of heads. Ooh, they are unsettling. Very. Yeah. At best. So... Uh, there are uh, three heads. They are waxy. 
They are. Uh, they have glasses. Uh, okay, I'm gonna pass this around. Uh, they're a bunch of busts. So uh, I, I, I've, whew, I have no idea. Uh, fa- oh. Fancy any guesses, Sean? Yeah. So these are molds for ventriloquist dummies. Ooh, okay. Um, from that show that was in like the fifties. In the fifties. Okay. Uh, there's like a specific type of doll. That my parents used to scare me with when hmm. I was a kid. Not okay. like on purpose, but it was just very scary. Hmm. Hold on, I have to figure out. I'm going to look that up. All right, look it up. Um, that's already my answer. Uh, okay, so yeah, the, the, the Ventuokist uh, From that specific model. show. Okay, yeah. what do you got, Rich? Yeah, I I don't think they're Ventriloquist. I don't think that's what it is. Um, they are creepy looking. They're The two are very unsettlingly happy. Mm-hmm. And the other one is just moderate. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just they're kind of like 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 a earwax almost, like the color yeah. of the the one in the middle. Yeah, hmm. they definitely look like I don't. They definitely look like the beginnings of a ventriloquist dummy. Like even the way the mouth, the bottom jaw of the mouth is segmented, except for the one on the right. Hmm. Like it just lends itself to that, especially the one in the middle. Hmm. So I think Sean might be right, hmm. but I think they may have, they're either like base models for somebody to replicate off of, hmm. or they were test heads and they decided to not go with these designs. So they just kept them. Yeah. I'm going to say like, they're like for masks. Like if you're making like a Halloween mask, or you're just being like a creepy old dude. Maybe it was <laughs> the basis for something like that. The, the middle one gives me the, the six flags old guy dancing oh yeah yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> or at least yeah, the great adventure they're, they're very unsettling yeah I, yeah it was charlie mccarthy and then howdy doody oh, okay. the two that i thought of but they don't look anything like them but i'm gonna stick with my answer that it was like mm. they're like the the molds for some sort of famous ventriloquist dummy what do you think they cost <laughs> Nine thousand five hundred dollars. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. Know. <laughs> I'm gonna go two five. Two five. Like twenty five dollars. <laughs> two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. <laughs> two sawbacks. Uh, I'm gonna go five grand. Uh, yeah. I guess I'll take it. I'll take it at a nice, clean fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Alrighty, alrighty. Could have gone the one dollar bet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Capture that whole uh, that whole section of betting. Uh, are there answers down there too, Sean? Indeed, there are. Oh, look, an answer key, and uh, also the the third envelope of questions, which we'll get to in two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Two nice weeks. Little, that's a tease. That's, a, that's <laughs> what we call a tease. Sean, your face. When you, that's a tease. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till we get like a full time producer so that we can well, we can do stuff where we say like that's a tease and we go like ooh <laughs> every time we say it. <laughs> so there's a script. Uh, there's only one script. Sean, would you like to read this script with me? Sure, I will. All right, there are two parts. I'm gonna try and get close to you here. Snuggle up, Rose. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, there's a guest and an appraiser. Would you like to be the appraiser? Uh, yeah, I'll be the appraiser. All right. So, uh, my grandfather was commissioned by Edward Bergen to carve these to make Shit. the molds I'm for right. these <laughs> dummies that you see here. Edward Bergen created uh, Charlie McCarthy. Wow. And who was your grandfather? <laughs> Edward Bergen. No, uh, Robert Wallace. 
And he was a master sculptor? Uh, yes, he was. His main job was at McDonnell Douglas, but he did a lot of sculpting for ads and, well, as you see, for stuff like this. He did not do the actual original Charlie McCarthy. That was done, uh, I think, in 1921, I believe. But about 20 years later, he was asked to redo the Charlie McCarthy because he wanted somebody that looked more lifelike. And I can't remember whether... It was television. <laughs> yes, all of a sudden there was television, and there was a, this was a ventriloquist on television. Everybody knows Charlie. Who are those characters? <laughs> this is Mortimer Snurd. <laughs> <laughs> Mortimer Snurd. <laughs> and this is Effie Clinker. <laughs> this was this was the newest one. And who was Effie? Uh, Effie. It looks like a man here, but it's actually a, a bachelorette. I think they called it a, a spinster lady. A spinster. Uh, yeah, uh, that's what they used on the show. <laughs> these are really interesting because these are one of a kinds, and the dummies would actually move, the jaws and the eyes would move, and the heads would move, uh, and they had, they have, and they had to have something to model them from. In later days, something like this as a plaster mold, and not the wooden one, this would be called a maquette. And a maquette is something they made out of plaster so that an artist could copy it. And the picture shows your grandfather with them on his desk. He was still working with them at the time, it looks like. Mm. Uh, right. I have a feeling this was taken before Effie Clinker because Effie's not in the picture. Right. Now, here it shows Effie when she's completed and all of her decoration. Uh, where she looks more like a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And they painted them up and made them look really awesome on television. But it was just black and white. The originals of the dolls are in the Smithsonian. This There is one in the Smithsonian and some in the Chicago Museum. Oh, okay. Uh, right. The Ventriloquist Museum in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Now, you brought them in for a reason. What did you want to know? For one, how to take care of them. We just recently got them because my grandfather passed away just a couple of years ago. And also, just to see uh, what kind of value we're looking at. I'm not planning on selling them because they're going to keep in the family. These would be great in a glass display case. There's really nothing you need to do to protect them, but I wouldn't polish them. I wouldn't keep I would keep them dusted, but keep them out of sunlight. There's no there's no way to say what these would sell for, but if I were insuring them, I would probably put thirty to forty thousand dollar insurance value on these three heads. Inexcusable. Inexcusable. Oh my god. Uh, what the actual fuck. Wow. So haha, <laughs> that's amazing. So it Charlie McCarthy is the doll my my dad my dad wanted a a charlie mccarthy doll and they still make replicas of them and she's okay. just like a famous ventriloquist ventriloquist dummy from like the yeah. vaudeville era yeah and it's so we had one in my house in it, it's in a trunk right now in our living room and it is terrifying because wow. it, it looks so much like they based i assume they based the um the design for slappy from goosebumps on oh, that like it's okay. like a definitely it's kind of like a distorted version of that mm -hmm. so when i was a kid it was goosebumps i i saw goosebumps first and then my dad separately wanted a charlie mccarthy doll to learn how to be a ventriloquist and it's, it's terrifying yeah uh as a child but that's wild forty thousand dollars that's an amazing amount of money you had it right on right there man yeah i'm just i'm sad at how uh, how hard they went after effie in that uh, i know in that back and forth just like <laughs> For her, her crippling <laughs> lack of femininity. E like, Effie is the middle one. Yeah. Mortimer yeah. is the... Mortimer snurred. The one on the left. <laughs> Sounds like a Batman villain. And I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know who's the one on the right. That's Charlie McCarthy. Charlie. Okay. Mortimer so I, my favorite part about uh, Mortimer is that 
I, he kept looking familiar, and then I realized he looks like one of the dummies that uh, Jeff Dunham uses. He looks like oh, yeah. Billy. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, okay. <laughs> like down to the teeth in like actual pictures of him. It is creepy. This That's game. wild. Oh, man, that's nuts. That's it's bananas. It. It's bananas how apparently culturally significant they were. And yeah, I, I was no the idea. only one who knew them because yeah. my dad's a nerd. Like yeah. in about twenties, <laughs> about vaudeville. I had no, I had not. Yeah, wow. I, I don't. I've never even heard of any of this. Thirty to forty thousand. Late sixties, early seventies. Wow. The next question in the first envelope of questions. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is another one submitted by Charlie Brem. Uh, subject line is subject surprisingly difficult to Google. <laughs> the question is, is Chewbacca a Muppet? Yeah, like Big Bird. Right? I, I, well, I'm not sure. Like, he... I know Yoda's a Muppet, but Yoda wasn't... Because they were his uh, Oz, right? Like huh? yeah. Frank Oz did uh, Yoda, right? Am I making that up? Well, Frank I, Oz was the voice of Yoda. Okay, okay, Frank okay. Frank Oz did the voice. It was... I thought he was the puppeteer, was a Henson, too. It was a Henson He might have puppet. been the puppeteer, but it was a Henson Okay. Yeah, thing. so okay. so Yoda was a Muppet, but I don't know if... I don't know who they used to create it, Chewie. So, I don't know what the line is. Because a Muppet, I think, is a is a puppet where... At, like... Because Big Bird is a full-size human puppet. Yeah. Because there's a person inside who has an arm in one, and the other one is the other hand is used to mm. operate the beak, and the mm. other arm is just kind of limp. There. Right. So I guess the question is whether you say, okay, Muppet is Muppet the the proprietary name is like it's a Jim Henson thing. Like if I just made a weirdo puppet that looked like a Sesame Street character, would that technically be a Muppet? Because I made it, or does it not count because it wasn't a Jim Henson yeah, thing? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's like a Henson Company thing. Because like, it's like it's like you, it's like copying and xeroxing. Like it's yeah. like it's, it's okay. That's the official word for it, but you know, it's well, it's really a company. It's, it's band aid, like yeah. a band aid. Put a band aid on. Like their mm-hmm. adhesive bandages. Band aid is the name brand. Mm-hmm. Muppet is the name brand of these puppets. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I, I I I'm sure there's a factual answer well, to this, but I. But, yeah. Well, is the question? Does Chewbacca count as a Muppet? By definition, because he was created by Jim Henson, right? Or is it is Chewbacca like is the question is Chewbacca a costume or a? I I, I think we should address the second one because the first one's not fun. It's yeah. just like knowing like copyright law. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so yeah, does does Chewbacca count as a Muppet? I I guess so. I don't think so. No, I, think I disagree. I think it's just a costume. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's but, teeth. And... But by the, but that big jo- the ogre dude. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Smoot. Snuffleupagus. Oh, oh, Smoochum's from from the Muppets. From the Muppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a full size costume. Yeah, with Sweetums. A, with yeah, Sweetums. Sweetums. Yeah. yeah, with a movable mouth, mm-hmm. which is what Chewbacca is. It's just mm-hmm. a full size. Co- so I, I don't know. Think I'm may, a little bit the, <laughs> the the. I think it it does count as a puppet because you're not using your mouth to control its mouth. It's not, it's, it's not a costume. It's not a mask that you're talking through. You're actually using your hands and buttons and levers to make the mouth move and talk. Hmm. Um, Let's see. Uh, Tim, what do you think? Um, is that how Chewie moves his mouth? I have no idea. Uh, my, my, I'm leaning towards costume. Uh, I think because it, it like all the movement of most of it is you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say, you don't yeah, have to yeah. control a head or control a limb outside of your actual limbs. The only possible slim 
would be how is the mouth controlled but even then it's like Eh, yeah well i wouldn't consider the teenage mutant ninja turtles from the 90s movies i wouldn't say they're puppets those are costumes and i think that's the even yeah you're probably right they operate with the same type of thing yeah i think i think for it to be a puppet you have to like tim said independently move the mouth without using your jaw or robotics but even i don't know robotics is but that's what that's what the turtles were but i wouldn't say they're puppets i think it's just a robotic mask cost like in a yeah. costume so we're gonna go with costume it sounds like not necessarily a muppet because it doesn't have enough like puppet like it's not a puppet yes. mechanisms yeah. and i don't it we, also wasn't made by jim henson yeah, yeah. we don't think jim henson you're gonna go on two counts the the official ruling not a muppet <laughs> i don't have oh, a gavel so. so so many drinks right there yeah yeah everybody chug it up just gonna finish this. <laughs> the next question was submitted by listener John Turchich. Would you rather live in the DC, Marvel, or Star Wars universe, and why? And which is cooler? Marvel. <clears throat> I'm going DC. Now, I'm going specifically the DC Cinematic Universe because <laughs> the DC Cinematic Universe seems to have taken great pains to uh, avoid like a lot of the, the pitfalls of the early Marvel movies, which was just everything gets blown up and a lot of random civilians are probably dead because buildings get knocked over. Well, you didn't obviously you did. didn't see Batman versus Superman. Or when they, no, because Batman versus Superman, they said several times, quote, good thing there was nobody in that building. Uh, you're right. <laughs> they said that a lot in that well, movie no, for that reason. No, that's, no, that definitely happened. <laughs> no, no, they, that is true. They did say that because of Superman, yeah. Man of Steel. Oh, where okay. they blew up all of Metropolis, essentially. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, um, right. people had a very strong hate towards Snyder because he basically destroyed all of Metropolis. Oh, I didn't see that movie, that so it doesn't fight. count. So, uh, so we're sticking <laughs> with the DC Cinematic Universe. <laughs> um, I'm tackling this the same way I'm tackling, or I tackled the uh, Walking Dead or Game of Thrones, is survivability. And Star Wars, you have giant starships that can blow up multiple planets at one time. But I could have the Force. <laughs> you you, well, you could. 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 But probably would not. But based on the last movie, <laughs> sorry for no spoilers, but uh, but based on the last movie, maybe you probably don't. Because <laughs> it seems to be like only two lineages that have it. You like might be able to sense it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, you might be able to feel it. Maybe you're a kid who can like move a broom, but then miraculously in the next movie you can't move the broom anymore. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, I felt it. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. So, so you're thinking Star Wars universe? Universe? Yeah. I don't know. Probably. Probably Star Wars. Just Blow because entire planets. That's bullshit. Well, I mean, your it's... odds are more likely to be dead. But like the thing is, my life would be no different in DC or Marvel's universe because I would still be me. Yeah. That's the uh, that's the my thought process at the moment is you're still going to be you. Yeah. You're still you're, or, you're still going to be a person mm-hmm. but like you're not going to be a hero at one of the heroes or something like that. Yeah. It does seem there are a lot of like the I, I have no idea what the economics of Star Wars is, but there seem to be a lot of destitute people there's in Star Wars. There's a lot Wars. of slaves in Star Wars. Yeah, there's like a lot of a lot of like strong chance that you're winding up in like the Untouchables class <laughs> if, if you just reproduce into Star Wars. And I, it just it seems like too big a risk. Yeah, especially because again, I'm 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 really trying not to spoil Rise of Skywalker for anybody who hasn't watched it, but uh, there's a lot of things that can blow up planets now. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like a lot. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so many. And, and that's that's like all right, survivability is pretty low in that portion of the universe of Star Wars, but yeah. there is an entire galaxy, <laughs> and not just a small Fair. star system sure. in universe. But yeah, sure. but that's the case for the DC universe and the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they all take place generally. Like, I don't think my life would change much if I were in those universes. Whereas Star Wars is in a galaxy far, far away. Where you're mm. probably a slave. Where I'm probably a slave. <laughs> yeah, you, you might not be killed right away, yeah. but... The nerd in me is having so much trouble answering this question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Richie, you're more likely to be a mutant than you are a Jedi. Mm. That's true. Mm. That's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean... Yeah, like, there just, are there are a whole, like... Odds. There's a whole, like, lobby in the X-Men movies specifically for mutants. Like, it's yeah. a political movement at that point. Uh, Tim, what, which universe would you pick? Marvel? You, you said Marvel, I think, right? Yeah, I definitely went Marvel because um, I don't want my planet blown up with like seven other planets all at once just because like, I don't know, someone sneezed. Uh, and, and We're just DC. testing these things out. Make sure they work. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, and I didn't want to go DC because it's just so, so dark. <laughs> in most plot lines and like uh, unless you are main character which as discussed in a previous episode i don't see myself as a protagonist so mm-hmm. i wouldn't be a main character oh no uh just don't be robin if you, if you die you die whereas yeah. in marvel everything gets retconned for everybody all the time to that they're not dead <laughs> can't they can't be dead if they can still make movies also mutant also potential mutant. Yeah, potential mutants. Sean, what are you thinking? I was going to say Star Wars because I felt like the survivability was highest. And it seems like the stakes are fairly low most of the time. Like there's like wars going on, but like there's wars in real life too. Whereas sure. in the DC and Marvel universes, there are like, there are antagonists whose sole purpose is destroying yeah. the, un- the multiverse. That's their mo- that's their motivation. Yeah. It's just like I want yeah. shit to blow up. Yeah. So I think, but then again, I don't want to be a slave right now. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe later. Not to harp right on that yeah. too much, but I would probably be enslaved. I'm uh, pretty sure, as far as I know, slave trade is only on Tatooine. They spend a lot of time on tattooing <laughs> in those movies. Or you're uh, a hawk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. An unforgiving ice planet where you have to live inside the carcass yeah, it, it, of, a, of a space camel. Yeah, it's either deserted, uh, enslaved, <laughs> or somehow you luck your way into like a like a city that's in the sky. <laughs> like it's Cloud City or like Coruscant or something. Like One EMP wave is going to take the entire wow. city down. Yeah. <laughs> so. but, but super serious question. What's the internal temperature of a Tauntaun? It's lukewarm. Ah. Boom. <laughs> Seriously, folks, you've been great. <laughs> That's it. Drop the mic, leave. We're yeah, done. Yeah. Uh, so would you... So oh, I, would would you pick, I would pick DC just because that's my favorite. Oh, okay. And then I okay. like, maybe could meet Superman someday. That'd be sweet. <laughs> That'd be dope. Or yeah. I could be a... <laughs> You'd be like, hey, Superman, as he's flying. Like, hey, yeah. I yeah. met him. You fist bump and then break every bone in your body. Yeah, and it's dope. Yeah. yeah. But what if you meet the red sun instead? Mm. It's just going to be like, and I'm just going to melt your brain. <laughs> Which, well, you know, then you're outy. We're running risks in any of these universes. Yeah. There's a lot of like like total war and a lot of civilian death. So we're just trying to avoid as much of that as possible. You do your best. I mean, imagine, imagine being dusted 
and then coming back five years later. That's bananas. <laughs> that uh, that the, the the ramifications of that are beyond what we're going to get into right now. But yeah. like, what the fuck? Guys? <laughs> the, the craziest thing is like they had to come out and say post the movie being released that like Banner had to specifically think like anybody who was on an airplane in the air is safe as well as he like <laughs> like anybody who might have like, <laughs> thousands of people just flying the through the air yeah. <laughs> like, hundreds of people just falling from the sky people, people got mad at 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 them for it like what about the people that were in the air on airplanes? They're like, oh, well, he thought about that. And he, <laughs> like, everyone's comes back and is safe, is what he thought. So are you saying that nerds overanalyze the shit out of everything yeah. and make fun things not fun anymore? Of course, nerds are the worst. It's uh, yeah. that least believable uh, part of a movie that features, like, a gigantic green monster <laughs> saving the yeah. day. Well, there are definitely children that came back and both of their parents are dead. Like, Ooh. five years, stuff could yeah. happen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> a lot of potential problems. But, th- but then somehow all of Peter Parker's class got dusted away. Hmm. Good for him. Like, Lucky. How did his entire class get dusted? Yeah. yeah. And luck of the dog. Yeah, he comes back and he's like, actually, uh, Mr. Parker, none of your credits, credits carry over after five years. So uh, you're going to be taking high over. school all over again. Uh, this this question was taken from a tweet by Beer Bottle Blonde. Pick a movie, keep one actor, the rest are played by Muppets. Yes. I, I, I did see this and I've been thinking a lot about it and I can't remember what I was going to say. And it makes me so mad. You have an inkling, like action movie, sci-fi. I'm go with Blade. Blade. So and, Blade. So and Wesley Snipes is Wesley Snipes. So Wesley Snipes <laughs> and the Wesley Snipes just interacting with a bunch of Muppets. Yeah, a bunch of Muppet vampires. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh wait, no, Blade Three, because then you have Muppet vampire dogs and also uh, Muppet Dracula. Who can turn into other Muppets? Whew, okay. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna go Goodfellas, and I want it. To, the I want the one human to be like Guard B or something. I was like actually this. just thinking that, like, it was like a super minor character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like they just like what the fuck. They didn't have on? the funding for everyone. Yeah. So they only had enough for Guard B, mm-hmm. and then they everyone else. Like, I could just see the little Muppet like. Cutting up the yeah. garlic with the little yeah. <laughs> razor blade. I'm, I'm going. I to you? I, I'm going to hell for this, but that you just maybe the Green Mile. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, what was his name? The the prisoner is like the only one, <laughs> and everybody oh, else is a muppet. What's that? The mouse. The, the mouse ma- is the only one that's real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's this like tr- dramatic, like terrifying story of like you know racial relations and like you know death row and everything. And suddenly it's it, he's just interacting with a bunch of white muppets. Like uh, I, I don't know. Uh, Sean, I'm gonna say a few prayers. What's your uh, What's your uh, next? Well, I I want it to be similar to the Muppet Christmas Carol, where you have Michael Caine. Just acting the shit out of it. Yeah. And just Muppets are around. Yeah. So maybe like... You need one of those like classically trained actors. Yeah. Like, it's like something pa- serious. Passion of the Christ. Mm. <laughs> and who, yeah. who was it that played Jesus? It was... Uh, it was some, like, complete Eric Banna. Eric, oh, Eric Banna, okay. Banna, yeah. Hmm. Um, I think uh, maybe... Roots. 
<laughs> oh man. <laughs> no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Actually, that's a, that's a pretty serious. So we're thinking movie. the passion roots, the Green Mile. Good fellas. Uh, oh. oh, um, shit, platoon. Oh, oh that's a good pick. <laughs> and the only pick. the only real guy is the drill sergeant. It's the only real person <laughs> <laughs> screaming at Muppets. Um, I I now want Rocky because I want Rocky to just like <laughs> <laughs> wailing on Muppets. <laughs> no, Karate Kid. This Karate Kid. There's way more. There's way more people he fights. So it's just a bunch of different Muppets. He's just kicking the crap out of them. <laughs> Full metal jacket. Oh, that's full a metal jacket. And, and Joker is the only one who's S- saving Private Ryan, and it's just Matt Damon who's the oh. actor. Oh no! The born identity. <laughs> Matt Damon's the <laughs> <correct> <laughs> one. Just, you know what? Just killing any movie just with Matt da- Elysium. Any, any Matt Damon movie, and it's just Matt Damon. <laughs> Badass Muppets trying to kill you. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, what was that? Gravity, the the Sandra Bullock movie. So she's in space, like George Clooney's replaced. But I was like, don't worry, we're gonna get you home. <laughs> I think I think I remembered what it was. Yeah, and it was Taken and Leonis. <laughs> it has to be a movie where some dude, some human man, is just yeah. kicking the shit out of Muppets. John Wick. Or, or human woman. John Wick. Be like See, the best John part Wick. is they made multiple Takens. They made four. Yeah. So there is now four movies. Oh, I can't believe it. Where it's just Liam Neeson beating up Muppets. Where you can be the gray, except for Liam Neeson is a Muppet, and the only real character is the wolf. <laughs> the wolves. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, he took my arm. <laughs> the wolves took my my daughter. Oh, my falling out. <laughs> 127 hours, and the Rock is a Muppet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talking to him. You gonna cut it off? You gonna cut it off? Uh. That looks like it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus! Um, are we good? Do we have any other ideas for this one? I mean, we could go forever. Uh, do you wear socks to bed? Is the next question. Do Ew. you wear socks to bed? Ew! No, no, no. no. That's weird. No, I've got to be like sick to be wearing socks to bed. Like for like having like those fever shakes and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I used to when I was younger, but like my bedroom is generally around a good fifty-six to fifty-nine degrees when I go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I still don't. Like, I'm still... Yeah, if I forget and I lay down in bed and I've got socks on, I'll, just, I'll, I'll pry them off with my own feet. I'll just pry them off in the middle of the night. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I can't stand having socks on my feet already. Nah. And I only do so because it's, like, I can't go to work in flip-flops. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so... Typically frowned upon. <laughs> yeah, so it's like... First thing I do when I get home is take my shoes off and then take my socks off. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what I have to do, and it's like, oh, I have to go back out? Well, I'll put the socks on right before I leave. Or, yeah, that's what flip-flops are for. <laughs> it's snowing outside. And your point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got slip-ons. I mean, they're fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. So, you also no socks, Sean? No, nah, something has gone wrong if I'm wearing socks to bed. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've, I've passed out or yeah. I'm sick. Mm-hmm. But no, I I don't know. I don't see a reason to. No, you already got the covers on them. Yeah. Why do you need more? When I was little, I used to, my mom used to have to cut off like on feety on footy pajamas. My mom used to cut off the feet because I hated them so much. Wow. I couldn't sleep with Some them. A plus momming right there. <laughs> Good stuff. So Go so on. weird question maybe. How do you guys take your socks off? Do you pull them off? Do you like use your feet? 
Like from the top down. Like if you were to like put my thumb down the side of my leg and then straight off. Actually, now I'm forgetting. Like, I don't remember. Do I use my hands or do I use my feet? Like, I actually don't remember. Or I, I think normally I just use my, my hands. Or you'll just like put your, I'll put my foot on the ground yep. and slide back. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's what I do. If I'm wearing ankle socks, I put my foot down really hard and just slide. And I'm like, uh, done. I use my, my big toe and like wrap, like get it inside the elastic and like wrap it off that way. Um, how about you, Tim? How do you take your socks off? I just stare at them angrily until they fall off. <laughs> Send them a very stern fax that says, to whom it may concern, please remove yourself from the premises. <laughs> per my previous I, I, email. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, Hope all is well. In, rip them off, and then they're inside out, and it's like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. Forget. <laughs> uh, best and worst American president. Here we go. Uh, so best and worst American president. Uh, the worst was James Buchanan. That yeah, that's 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 the one that keeps coming up. Is like it, historians continue to vote James Buchanan as like the worst president of yeah, all time because it was yeah. just like I think Civil War was coming and he was just like, eh. It's like, uh, we'll yeah. push that way to go, line. Pennsylvania. Yeah, William Henry Harrison because he died of a cold two yes, months it, after he. Yes. Was. Yeah, well, he was probably the most ineffective president. Yeah, but I I think so. Like I think the easy answer is Trump because he's it's right now. Yeah. But yeah. I think like. And I think like it. That's for history to decide if he is the worst. He has not finished yet. Right. I don't think he's going to be the best. But I. Right. But yeah. like. Well, because also like cause there are you need a few years because I think that the perception of like even like Obama who was who at the time I think was considered to be like really good as a yeah. president. I think time has sort of been like okay he was fine. You know like, yeah. I think after after time he's going to be like okay this is okay. But yeah. like as as you know the country's politics progress a little bit I think he's going to be seen more in the is uh, as an after not as an afterthought but like. He's yeah. gonna be, yeah. I think he's gonna be inconsequential in the in the scheme of yeah. So aside, aside from the 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 fact that his the rate because he was the first black president. Oh no um, no. Aside, aside not, from that. not Obama Trump. I think Trump is oh, gonna be inconsequential. Trump. Yeah yeah possibly yeah. And I think like I think unless things take a real bad turn now and like there is a civil war, I, mm-hmm. that's what I I think in the end it'll just be like this was a fucking dude who just was not good at being president who yeah. was. And you know we recovered because yeah it was because it's like because it's stuff like that like he just you know with the the situation yeah. going on in, in Iran like people are are justifiably freaking out about that and yeah. it's like oh my god this could you know send us to war and it's like that is genuinely bad we also did have a war sixteen years ago yeah. so it's like in, in it's not doesn't make it any less bad it just means that it's happened before yeah yeah mm-hmm. I think so. Obama's it's gonna I think you're right in that he's gonna be remembered as a above average president yeah he'll not be the best but very historically important but not he. You know, he, uh, I think Obamacare, if we end up with single payer, will be remembered as an important as a step stepping stone. That, yeah. But mm-hmm. I think, uh, so yeah. we're going, so you're going Buchanan. I'm, I'm also going to go Buchanan because uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't defy the historians. Um, who else, uh, for votes for worst president? Uh, who, who was the, uh, second president of the United States? So uh, Adams. Adams. John Adams. So John Adams, Adams. is the best. Well, George Washington's the worst because first is the worst, second is the best, and third is the one with the hairy chest. You can't argue with that logic. <laughs> yeah, Thomas Jefferson, notoriously hairy chest. Yeah. <laughs> notorious loser, Thomas Jefferson. Uh, Tim, who is your worst president? And then say your best too, because you're going to be the. Sna- we're, we're doing the snake style. <laughs> um, yeah, probably be canon, just because. I mean, I'm not going to argue with historians; they clearly know more than I do. Uh, and best president is uh, me. Yeah. Yay. Out of way. Two thumbs up. Two <laughs> thumbs up. Um, I, I would say best is actually Tom Hansen. 
Ah, uh, yeah, President Tom Hansen. Hansen. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that Suck Tim Hansen guy. Show. We got Tom Hansen. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll say the best is Lincoln. That's the easy answer, but yeah. I probably agree. Like, let, to be fair, all of the to presidents. Be to be fair, all of the presidents suck. Sure, like they're all bad people. It's a sliding scale yeah. of badness. Like, it's like there's like, I think Lincoln. You know, he's he's long enough ago, and he was at such a, like a critical point, like a yeah. very precarious point in our nation's history. He, where he made get... a good choice mm-hmm. where Buchanan failed. Right, like he was like, slavery is wrong, mm-hmm. and took a stand. That's a good, objectively good thing. Yeah. So I think he kind of wins. Yeah. The two the two common answers are usually Lincoln and FDR. Um, depending, yeah. depending on how you feel about uh, the, the New Deal and how you, all the policies and everything. But those are typically the two answers. Yeah, is, I was going to say FDR, but I'm like, I don't know. So <laughs> I went with Lincoln. Lincoln's yeah. the easy answer. Yeah, FDR also the the, the, the issue, like especially because the uh, of the, the stuff going on with the immigration and the uh, and the like the, cage, the children in cages and everything like that, it sort of conjures up the FDR had an internment camps yeah, exactly. and everything. That's what, ta- so. that's what I'm talking about. Every single president, even the good ones. Yeah. In quotes, yeah, did shitty, did something horrible. Shitty yeah. All right. What about Calvin Coolidge? What did he do? <sighs> what was Coolidge's deal? <laughs> the only um, thing I remember is my history teacher calling him "cool cow." It was like, <laughs> all right. He was what like was silent. He I know he was like very soft spoken and like really didn't. Talk. The the one story I remember is that uh, somebody came up to him at a party and it was this woman who came up to him and said, "I I bet my friend that I can make you say more than three words tonight," and he responded with, "You lose." <laughs> and then turned away. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's a great story. Um, I, I, I couldn't tell you much else about Calvin Coolidge. I, I don't think he had much consequential. Uh, uh, I, I, I think there was a lot of consequence going on with him. He was around. He was like early 1900s. I think he was before Harding. I yeah, think. It, it, I I don't see and like so on his Wikipedia page in the first paragraph there is nothing notable. It's just mm. he's a small government conservative. Who, yeah. Uh, succeeded Warren Harding. Okay. Harding. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who's right after Harding then. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I, I unfortunately found history and American history ungodly boring and didn't pay any attention at all. Well, you didn't like all the scandals? <laughs> all, the, all the, like, stealing stuff from the public? Well, I mean, I don't think I was really taught a lot of that. Nah. My, my high school wasn't that great. No. Um, that's why. Well, I mean, now that you're not there, of course it's not great. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, the single ladies. Ah, oh, the single I'm, ladies. I'm dabbing as best I can. Did, did we all give an answer for for best and worst? Yes. Okay, we all did. I, yeah, Lincoln, not not Coolidge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hansen, his best president. Yeah. Uh, and it seems you, like Coolidge was a very average president. Yeah, almost slightly below. Yeah, Adams Coolidge, best, Washington worst, Jefferson hairy chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Coolidge. Uh, Coolidge is like the prime meridian for for quarterbacks. <laughs> not quarterbacks, uh, president. Quarterback. Sorry, no. The, the best Sorry. president is President uh, Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, the best, yeah. <laughs> so best president is Carson Wentz. Yes. Uh, uh, this one got cut off, but I believe it says invent and describe a new food. Hmm. And that's the last question that we have. So uh, <laughs> make it count. Uh, invent and describe a new food. I'm gonna call it Snooshy. Oh, it no. is sushi made with Snickers bars. Mm. So there's rice and chocolate. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I didn't think it all the so way. So it's out. a crunch <laughs> bar. Chocolate yeah. makes most things better. Just throw some peanuts on there and like mm-hmm. uh, maybe some spicy tuna, and it, boom, you're done. So you're, I mean, you could just make like a sweet, like yeah, like a sweet rice, chocolate, peanut, like sushi, um, sushi, which is like. It's the uh, rice with the uh, cut of meat on top, not the roll. Um, yeah, you can make that a dessert, a snushi. 
chocolate, mm. caramel, peanuts on top of like sweet rice. I still want to at least like maybe a chunk of eel in there just to fuck with your head. <laughs> mm. There'll be the one. Also, They'll I the... love eel. Eel. Um, how about the Impossible Chicken Tender? Like Impossible Burger, except for its uh, its pureed. I don't know other beans and shit that make it taste like have the consistency of chicken. Yeah, and uh, like longer form. Maybe what's a what's a like a like a gamey kind of vegetable you that's think got it's long chicken, strings. But it's actually veal. Yeah, is it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it possible? To say, yeah, it's chicken, but it's actually red meat. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, like, like like a stringy vegetable, like, like a maybe spaghetti squash. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah like spaghetti squash, spaghetti squash, chickpeas, and um, quinoa. Yeah, puree all that quinoa, and, or even maybe sweet potatoes. Yeah, how about yeah? We'll do that. We'll do the impossible chicken tender. Um, I think the chicken wing would be too hard because it's still the bone. So it's like okay, you're still getting a little bit too close to the actual animal. But we'll go with uh, the impossible chicken tender and delicious breading on the outside. Mm-hmm. That's such a good answer. <laughs> I would create, uh, similar to you, I would create, I don't know how this would work, but I would make a chicken wing, like a buffalo wing, out of vegetables. Because that's the only thing Ooh. I can't find. Okay. Like there are decent chicken analogs for like patties and stuff, but there is nothing that is like, a wing, right? And that's what I want so bad. That's the tough part. Is like, what do you do about the bone then? Yeah. Well, the bone is that's you could just put like bamboo or something in the middle of it. But like, you need to have. There's nothing that has like the crispy skin, mm-hmm. and then like the moist, good insides. And I'm so bummed. I, that's what I want. So yeah. I would I would create with science <laughs> some sort of vegetable chicken wing. All right, vegetable chicken wing. Rich, yeah. what do you think? Hmm. I. I don't know. Like this is okay. I really yeah, don't yeah. know. Like I'm. What, what, what's your What's your favorite food? I <laughs> I don't know. You don't know you what know, your favorite food is. No. Uh, what's your I, second favorite food? I is mean, it John Adams. Yes, John Adams, my second favorite. <laughs> He's Cole. delicious. <laughs> what What is the impossible John Adams? What's the mm, one jerky? What's the thing that you miss the most after having gone gluten free? Mm-hmm. Like normal pizza shop pizza and calzones and strobles. So would you? So I would say not to answer for you, but like perhaps you could create a, a gluten free crust that has the airy, yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. That would that would be the, like you're just like, creating pizza, but like a better gluten free. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that that would be the best bet right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, I that's that is definitely what I want. Mm-hmm. That. Or um, it's like it's all cauliflower, but it just tastes like mm-hmm. regular I, normal pizza. Yeah, yeah. Or or um, chicken wings that don't take so damn long to cook. Mm. <laughs> and baked chicken wings. Wings. I, I cook them in the air fryer. Still takes like forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's a rough deal. It's a rough the deal. Cook time is too damn high. <laughs> too damn high. Uh, any other thoughts on foods you'd invent? Nah, man. Mm, no. I mean, I like food. Food's, I love food. You know, I think yeah. we pretty much nailed it in food in the terms of food. Like, mm-hmm. pretty much everything exists that needs to. I think. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think we need to really discover anything new. Like, I don't know. I mean, once we got the cronut, we're like pretty much all right. We've maxed out. This is as good as it's going to get. Yeah. Good. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Yes. Uh, well, those are all the questions that we have. Nice. Um, Anyone have takes? I think we could all probably just wrap it up unless somebody's got a take or a, a thing they want to close on. I I don't I don't think I've got a thing. 
No, no things. No things. No takes. We provided no. a lot of provide a lot of things during the course of this episode, yeah, so I think have. that's perfectly fine. We opened up with some takes on the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, wah, but at least wah, wah. at least we got everybody else in the division fired. Yeah. Uh, head coach of the Redskins fired. Head coach of the Giants fired. Head coach of the Cowboys politely ushered out the door. Uh, <laughs> and they they got their new coach yeah, today. Yeah, they did. Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, Which one of my coworkers who is a Cowboys fan was hoping they were going to get the guy from the Saints. Oh, Peyton. Yeah, that, yeah. that's always Sean Peyton's move every year is to pretend he's going to go to another team. Be like, I don't know, I'm going to be right out the door. And then he gets a huge raise yeah. from the Saints. Yeah. Uh, it's his it move every year. Um, but, yeah, good, good I got, for... I got a fake hot take. All right, what's your fake hot take? Hot the fakes. clowny hit was clearly incidental. Wait, what? Oh, the clowny hit was clearly incidental? <laughs> yeah, good thing he's a fake take. <laughs> Clowny, yeah, Clowny may as well have done like the uh, the Hulk Hogan like ear to the uh, hand of the ear when he did that. Yeah. Like there's there's nothing incidental. That's not a my body naturally did this. It's like all right, so you dropped your leg so that you could drop faster, and then you went head first. It's a homing missile. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck is they, incidental about that? He did that last year to Foles. Didn't he like nearly no, took they, Nick Foles' head yeah. off. Like he like pulled his face mask and like nearly twisted his head off and didn't get called for a penalty for that either. Yeah. They played so dirty during that game. Like the Seahawks. Dirtiest team ever. Mm. Like, <laughs> no. Which is hilarious. Well, yeah, the Oakland Raiders would like to have a word with you about that. Uh, the Las Vegas. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah the, officially the Las Vegas uh, Raiders. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. So Clowney's a free agent at the end of the year. And uh, and there were rumors before the season that the Eagles might try to trade for him. And then after this game, you know, he obviously went through the whole season played for Seattle. And after this game, Clowney went and said, I'm expecting death threats because these are the worst fans in the country. And I'm imagining his agent is just like, motherfucker, stop. <laughs> can't they could still give you millions of dollars and they need you. But yeah, one more team off the uh, I heard he was going to be a cabinet member for uh, our resident clown. Uh, Xavier Clowney for the clowns. <laughs> Send in the clowns. Tim, where, where can they see more uh, fine examples of humor like that on your Twitter feed? At Tim R. Hansen. How about you, Rich? At B underscore Walnuts. You, Sean? At Hey, it's SOB. You can find me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is available at Brose underscore podcast or on Facebook at Brose Podcast. Uh, you can send a question to the show uh, at brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. And subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. Uh, and leave us a five-star rating and review um, so that we don't have seasonal affective disorder. We we could use the we could use the yeah. the, the boost up. Come on, guys! It's cold I, I really and dark out. It's too late. It's cold and dark out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, special thanks as always to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions. To Shannon Vogel for designing our famous logo. Uh, you can find her work on Etsy and at shannonvogelphotography.com. And our theme music is "When" by Stephen Siebert. You can find his work at the Free Music Archive. Uh, how's PodQuest going, Rich? Oh, it's uh, going pretty good uh, at the moment. I don't really know what I'm going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think I'm, I, I might be talking about Spider Man when this wow, comes out. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, the last episode of Under Pressure, The Hidden Story of Pregnancy and Preeclampsia, the podcast, comes out this month. Uh, please listen to it if you haven't already. Uh, and that's all I'm working on right now because I've been very lazy. Uh, <laughs> so say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. Bye. Ciao. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Dudes team. Dudes. Yeah. Bro. My name is Matt Kesnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. Moo. Moo. Moo.